You're now listening to the A Place of Refuge Productive Living Podcast with Bishop Barry D. Walker. A Place of Refuge vision is to cause people to be productive in every aspect of life according to God's Word. For more information, please stop by our website at www.aplaceofrefugechurch.org. Now, here's today's message already in progress. A broken spirit suggests a number of things that I, I just want to deal with, just a few things that it, it suggests. First is when a particular person, situation, or circumstance has left you in a place of distress. You allow the thing or the person to get to you to the point to where you start feeling hopeless. Start feeling as if What you wanted to work out for you is not going to work out. Broken spirit. Second is when you start to lose your will or determination. To move forward. It wasn't always the case. You you initially upon coming up with a plan. Coming up with an objective. Took off in full. Full speed. Put all your energy into it. But stumbling block after stumbling block caused your determination to decline to the point to where you lost the will to just get up and just push yourself forward broken spirit you were known as a praiser joyous person seeing the good even in bad circumstances and situations but then you ran into something that was so personal to where it fought your your enthusiasm, your passion about life. And it started to weigh in on your, your mind. And so you experienced a broken 
spirit. And the writer of Proverbs asks a, a very important question when it, when it comes to a broken spirit. Consider Proverbs 18 and 14. Latter part, Proverbs 18 and 14. Who can bear a broken spirit? I've been devastated. But who can bear a broken spirit? A primitive root of bear is to lift. Figuratively speaking, to lift from a personal standpoint is to encourage yourself. Who can encourage him or herself while having a broken spirit. Your spirit is broken, but do you still have the mindset to give God the praise in hell? Do you still have the will The determination to put into action James 1 and 1 through 4, which says in part, count it all joy when you fall into various trials of trouble. Can you encourage yourself? See, see, we never need to be to the point to where we are just solely dependent on somebody else encouraging us. We need, we need to have built in us that which it takes to give God the glory despite our circumstances and situations. Because everybody's going to reach a low place in life. Look at somebody and tell them, live a little. And you're going to hit a low spot in life. But you have to be able to pick yourself up. You have to be able to encourage yourself. You need a little Bible. I'm not going to the scripture, but, but David had went off to war and had left his family and, and the men that followed him, families in a certain place. And while they were fighting, while they were doing this, that, and the other, enemies came in and they took all of their families, took their families and left. And so when David and his men got back to the camp, the men saw that their families were gone, and so they started pointing the finger. And guess who's, who got the finger? David. 
Your fault, David. If you didn't have us going all over the land, we, we could have been right here with our family. They were breaking his spirit. He had helped them out when they didn't have anything. He had did for them when they couldn't do for themselves. But now they're pointing the fink. And, and so David didn't try to explain anything to them. He, he just simply talked to God in the midst of being attacked in his spirit. And the Bible points out at that particular time when he went to prayer that his prayer was a prayer of encouragement. It says that he encouraged himself. You got to learn how to encourage yourself. Preacher ain't going to be around. Sometime wife ain't going to want to take your side. Husband ain't going to want to take your side. Sometimes friends going to treat you like Joe's friends treated him. You got to learn how to encourage yourself. Get this? In the Lord. You got to learn how to say it's going to work out when it don't look like it's going to work out. You just got to trust scriptures like Romans 8 and 28 which tells us all things work together for the good to those who love him to those who are the call according to his purpose but again the question is asked who can bear a broken spirit man I, I, I have been to the point to where I was so broken that that I just shut the blinds. Folk come talking. Can I just have my mom? You don't want to talk to nobody. You sitting there having your moment and they come in, they cut on the TV and cut it. Look. Why you do that? Can't you see I was just sitting here just... See, see, when your spirit is broken, you, you try to blame your situation or your problem on somebody else. That's the reason, again, he asked the question, who can bear a broken spirit? When you're low, can you still encourage yourself? When you went through trial after trial after trial after trial, can you still see the good despite the bad? Oh, look at somebody and say, I know you've been through a whole lot. But can you see the good in the midst of what's complicated? The situation is complicated, but can you see the good Despite the confusion. Can you see how God going to turn it completely 
around even though it looks like a dead end. You have to be able to encourage yourself. If not, you'll start pointing the finger. If not, you will allow yourself to get not just in depression, but indeed depression. Get yourself in a hole that it'll be hard for you to come out of. But again, who can bear a broken spirit? I'm, I'm just wondering, how many of us have ever been in a low place to the point to where you knew that your spirit had been broke? You know you got to get up, but you, you just so depressed you don't want to get up. And then when you finally get up, you just moping all day. Don't have any real praise. Oh, you'll throw, a little, you'll throw an occasional smile because folks are saying something. Not you smiling, but you don't really have a real praise, as Elder White say, in your being. You're, you're just going along, just, just moping, and just however the day falls, you're just going along with it. You are not kindred to David at, at that time because David said, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad therein. You are not there when you have a broken spirit. You want to find somewhere you can just sit by yourself and allow your circumstances to torment your mind. Ain't nothing going right for you. Every time it seems like you spend a dime, you need a knuckle. Or is it the other way around how they say it? You got to be to the point to where you can't allow yourself to get in a hole such as that. To where the only thing coming out of your mouth is pessimism or negativity. You're not giving God the praise and, and you're not confident about your, yourself. And about how you're going to come out. Who can bear a broken spirit? But then back in the text of Proverbs 17 and 22. The same writer reveals that a broken spirit, get this, drives the bones it dries the bones you'll get in a place to where what should be important for you is no longer important 
what should be a necessity in life is no longer essential. Why? Your spirit has been broken and now you're just withering away. You're declining spiritual. When, when there was a time that, that in your spirit and out of your mouth came, I can't wait to get to God's church. I'm going to enter his courts with thanksgiving. I'm going to enter his sanctuary with a praise. Church is no longer essential. No longer a top priority for you. Your bones are, are drying. Oh, you were known for getting your praise up. Folks said about you, if, if don't nobody else get their dance in, he gonna get his dance in. He, he going to get his dance in. He, he, even if the musicians ain't acting right on the keyboard, the bass, uh, the he going to get his praise in. But that's no longer the case. Because the praise that he had has dried up. Has dried up. So he may come to church. Might clap. But show ain't gonna dance no more. Why? He has dried up. Yeah, that's Deacon so-and-so. Yeah, but don't seem like he got that fire he used to have when, when he received God's tithes and offerings. It dried up because he took a hit financially and lost 200K. And so now because of the loss and his spirit being broken, he has now become and that's how he takes the offering. Dry. You ever seen a dry deacon? Ain't gonna take God's offering, right? You ever seen a dry preacher won't won't pray or preach right? You ever seen a dried up woman won't make sure she looking the way she. <laughs> Have you ever been dried up? And wondered if somebody else knew you were dried up. Say to your neighbor dryness is something hard. To hide. Who say that to one more person? Dryness is something hard to hide. 
You've been bubbly. You've been praising God. You've been joyous. But now all of the sudden, you don't even want to talk. Now all of the sudden, you don't even want to do this, that. You done dry. You can't have a broken spirit and not dry up. You can't have no determination and not dry up. When you lose your will to move forward, you're going to dry up. When you have a broken spirit, you're going to dry up. A broken Spirit dries the bones. I've seen whining preachers and the root cause is a broken spirit that caused the bones to become dry. I've seen people on the praise team and, and, and it's an upbeat song but they're anything but upbeat. They're like, I wish this song would hurry up and end. And the root cause of that is a broken spirit that has dried the bone. I don't want nobody cooking for me with. A broken spirit. I don't want you in my car. Because spirits can transfer. You'll be wondering, man, why in the world I'm starting to be so? That's because you let the wrong person in your house. And so we have to consider that there are some that may have a broken spirit. And because of that, your bones have, have dried. And I do want you to hang with me, so I want to help you get over that particular thing. And let me say this before I even go further, because I've been there. It's not a good place to be in when your spirit is broken and you don't have a determination to do what's essential and significant in life. So let's consider what to do about it. Let's go to Ezekiel chapter 37. Ezekiel chapter 37. We'll start at verse 1. Ezekiel was a prophet. 
Remember Amos 3 and 7 before we start reading. Surely the Lord God will do unless he reveal his secret unto his what? Who? And remember 2 Chronicles 20 and 20. The last sentence says this right here. Believe the Lord your God so shall you be established. Believe his prophets so shall you what? What we receive from a prophet will cause our life to be productive. It'll reverse dry bones. I said it'll reverse dry bones. It'll reverse a broken spirit. But it's only if We receive what the prophet gives us. So notice Ezekiel 37. We'll start at verse 1 again. Ezekiel said, the hand, which is power, the hand of power of the Lord came upon me and brought me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of of the valley and it was full of bones then he caused me to pass by them all around and behold there were very many in the open valley and notice how he describes them and indeed they were very dry those they were in the open valley. They, they were where everybody could see them. It's nothing worse than seeing a dried up, sanctified person. When Nehemiah said, the joy of the Lord is our... And sanctified is, is not talking about dress. It's talking about you being set apart so God can what? Use you. How, God can't use you in your drive. I say, God can't use you in your. Use me, Jesus. You're too dry for me to use you. You complain too much for me to use you. Notice the prophet. He says, I'm seeing what God is saying, and these bones are very dry. They're to the point to where they about they are about ready to go back to the dust from whence they came. The Bible says about us flesh and bone, dust you up, and to the dust you shall return. He said they very dry. They are in a declining stage that is about to end. If she don't get herself together, it's soon going to be too late. Say your neighbor being dry is nothing to play with. (laughs) 
Verse 3. And he said to me, Son of man, can these bones live? So I answered, Oh Lord, you know. Basically, Ezekiel, he didn't. He didn't know. They so dry, Lord. I <laughs> the question you're asking me is beyond me. I don't know, Lord, but but I know you know. <laughs> My knowledge can't go that far. <laughs> but your omniscient, your all know. So you know. It was, it was a good answer because you, you never want to completely give up on somebody. So when you don't know, just say, Lord, you know. You know, Lord, I, I, I don't know. Because we never need to be to the point to where we reach a conclusion based upon what we see or what we have her. Whenever you try to allow your senses and what you see to reach a conclusion, you're not in the right place. Some things, the only answer should be God's answer. Why is that? God has the final say. I said God has the final say. Folk, if, if folk would have reached a conclusion about you and some did, they would have messed up. Because look how far God done brought you. Look how far God done brought you. You knew you were in a hole. You knew you were dried up. But God said, I can use that girl. I can use him. I can bring him up. I can do in, through, and for him. What needs to be done? Never let out of your mouth. It ain't no hope for that boy. He ain't never going to do right. That's what some folks said about us. But look at what God did. I said look at what God did. Some doctors even went to the point to where there's no more hope. It's over. It's just a matter of time. But then God stepped in and said it ain't over until I say that it is So he tells him, you know. You know about dry bones. You know what a person needs that has a broken spirit. And has allowed that condition to cause them to enter into a state of life that is declining. Little by little, just declining to the point to where mentally you don't care. You don't care about what you need to be concerned about. Lord, you know. But see, remember, he had brought the prophet in so the prophet could see. The condition of the people. 
in an open valley. Sometimes it bothers me when I know how certain people used to believe, used to praise God, used to be excited about God's house, and now all of a sudden that excitement is You seen how bubbly Brother Powell was this morning. He was excited. Bubbly may not be a good word, but that's the word that came to me. He was excited. If he wasn't that way, we, we would just be, man, good God. Something, happened, something going on with his, his spirit. If we're looking over here and Ella White is not dancing in place. You know what I mean? Dancing in place. He just. Look at it. And then every now and then he'll move backward and move forward. But then go back to. If Ella White is not. It's something. And, and see you can get in a dry place to the point to where. I can't reach you as your pastor. Your spouse can't reach you. Or nobody else can reach you. Why? You are you're in a dry place. And, and, and then it can be to the point to where again that dry spirit can get on somebody else. Now, she always been dedicated, but now she acting like her. Oh, Lord, that spirit I got on her. And she don't recognize it. She has always been. <laughs> but now she done changed and she acting like. Dry bones. Y'all hold on. I'm closing with this. So just, just hold on. Verse 4. And again he said to me, prophesy to these bones. And say to them. Now those dry bones can still hear. But you got to say to them, hear the word of, get this, the Lord. You got to tell them it's time to hear. Because you can get in a place to where you don't want to hear. But he said you got to prophesy to them. You, you got to let them know that is. Time to hear. The situation is, is declining. The situation doesn't look good. You got to tell them it's time to hear. So, so you can't keep being that way. You got you to gotta start listening. You got to hear what God is saying. 
Because you, you can get in a state to where you don't want to hear it. You don't want to be that way. Verse 5. Thus says the Lord God to these bones. This is what he wanted them to prophesy. Surely I will cause breath to enter into you and you shall live. They have lost their breath. Their ruach. They have lost it. He said prophesy to them. If they hear, I'll put spirit in them and they will live. Contextually, spirit and the word are synonymous. Tell them they need to hear the word and I'll put spirit. In them and they shall live. How can the spirit and the word be synonymous? It can be synonymous in one sense based upon what Jesus said. Get this. To the devil. Man shall not live by bread alone. But every word of God. See the one thing that, that, that will quicken you. Cause you to be made alive. When the enemy, your circumstances, your situation, and even yourself is trying to take you out. The word will bring life back into your being. Woo! The word so powerful, it won't just touch one aspect of your being. It'll touch your spirit, your soul, and your Body. I said the word is so powerful it won't just touch one part of your being but it will touch your spirit your soul and your body but you gotta want to live you gotta want to get back to doing what God has ordained for you to do if you've never been there you gotta be to the point to where you look at yourself and recognize that you are a sinner and you're dead what in trespasses and sin and you want to come out of your predicament and live and if you are a Christian spirit feel you gotta have in your being John 10 10 the latter part I want to have life and I want to have life more abundantly I want to have what Jesus came to give me and I don't believe no circumstance no situation this that and the other can stop God from giving what he came to give ask somebody for me do you want to live ask one more person do you want to live cause God at this moment right now is breathing on you but do you want to receive the word and
say to somebody, don't you let what you're going through break your spirit. Don't you let what somebody else is going through break your spirit. Don't you let the happenings of life break your spirit. Don't you allow what's going on in your mind to break your spirit. Don't you allow what's going on in your body to break your spirit. Just receive and live. Tell somebody, live. 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 And I'm done. Let's give God the praise. Live, my brother. Live, my sister. The dry bones are gone. Praise him. The dry bones are gone. 